Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Appreciate you being here today. And as we do every Wednesday, we bring in Susanna Mahady from the law offices of Susanna M. Mahady, and we talk about trademark law. Today, we're talking specifically what type of evidence is acceptable when applying for a trademark. Whether you have goods, a product, a service, you're eventually going to need a trademark. And Susanna Mahady has the information you need. Happy post-Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving was wonderful. And as we do every Wednesday morning, we bring in our trademark attorney, Susanna Mahady, and we talk about trademark and why it's important to have a trademark with your business or, you know what, you know what? I, I don't think I've ever asked you this question, Susanna. Uh, would a would a person benefit from having a trademark as opposed to a business? Uh, uh, right, as opposed to a business. Well, we have to remember that a trademark has to be associated or has to be used in connection with a good or a service that you provide. So okay. if you are providing any type of service, then yeah, you could have that name trademarked for whatever service you're providing. Gotcha. First of all, welcome back to About Mansfield. Thank you. So we've been doing this uh, this series on on trademarks. This is now our third episode with this. And going back to the very first episode, which was basically Trademarks 101, what is a trademark and and how uh, how do we go about applying for a trademark? Today is we're going to get a little more specific. What type of evidence is acceptable when applying for a trademark? And, you know, I think that's a pretty good question to start with. Uh, let's go ahead and answer the question. All right. Well, it's, you know, there obviously there's a few parts to this, but I'm going to try to be as basic as I can. Um, every, as I said before, every, every trademark has to be associated with a good or a product or a service. And so when you're submitting your application, you have to provide evidence to the USPTO, the United States um, Patent and Trademark Office, of how that mark is being used, whether it's on the product that you're creating and selling, or if it's how it's being used in connection with the service that you're providing. So, uh, for example, the type of, of evidence is going to depend on what it is, if it's a type, if it's a good or a service. A good could be, you know, if you're selling coffee cups or if you're selling um, pens or something tangible, then that is how uh, is what that's what the good portion of it would be. And then a service would be like if you're a coach or you are a bookkeeper or you're a photographer or event planner. Those are those are service-based um, professions or um, businesses that would um, also need to provide a uh, evidence of how the mark is being used in connection with that service. So you've got the the, the product, the the goods, or or the service. Is that what you trademark, or or what goes along with the trademark? What part of evidence do you need to submit to the uh, the trademark office? Okay, so that's a great question. What happens is once you've got your great little trademark that you made up and it's some name that hopefully some very unique arbitrary name that will have a better chance of of passing through the the process. 
So then you have to be able to show that it's being used and you have to provide the evidence that will actually show the mark with the services that are being provided or the goods that are being um, sold or provided to the customer. So for example, if you have um, a product, then acceptable evidence could be um, a picture of the item that actually shows the trademark on it. Or you could have um, packaging materials that have the logo on the material, on the packaging material. Sometimes you can provide, I mean, if it's like a little technical gadget that it's so small that you can't really see the, the mark on it, you could provide an instruction manual that has a picture of the mark with the description of the product. So that's those are acceptable types of evidence for a product. And with then if, respect to, oh, go ahead. If, 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 if going back to something that was too small to take a, take a photo of, would then submitting maybe that product to, even though it's, it's tiny, would you, would that be something that, that you would submit? No, I mean, I think that you know, pro providing something um, that's, it needs to be like a photograph or a document or, um, you know, a screenshot of, of a website um, sometimes will work, but that's more for like service-based types of businesses. But no, the, the trademark office is not going to accept a, a, the product itself. It's going to have to be a, um, a rendition of, of the item. Okay. So, it might be different for patents, but this is a little bit different. So in um, in terms of providing evidence for a service, what's been happening more is the, um, you know, a lot of these new businesses are online. And so you've got, you know, e-commerce or you've got, um, you know, all the all these social media websites and, and, and posts that people put their brands on. So it's acceptable now to just submit a screenshot of, for instance, a web page, but it has to show the mark, the actual trademark that you're um, applying for in connection with what services are being provided. So it has to show that on the actual screenshot. So that's, that's something that people sometimes get tripped up with. They will submit a screenshot of a web page, but it doesn't really say what the services are. It only shows the mark. And so that could be rejected. Um, you could also um, sometimes just provide a business card as long as it has the copy of the logo and or mark. And it shows also what services are being provided. For example, if, it, if you're a real estate agent and you have a picture um, of your logo saying, hey, you know, we buy and sell houses, then that could be an acceptable piece of evidence. Question, then let's go back to, because this podcast is being presented by About Mansfield. And so the, see if I get this right here. Uh, we have branded ourselves as your local audio newspaper. And if it had that little TM next to it, then that would be, uh, if I were to screenshot that off of our website, that would be acceptable to the the patent, uh, not the patent, the trademark office. Well, there are some requirements, and so when you do a screenshot of a web page or uh, something that's um, showing the mark, it has to be able to 
include in that screenshot what it is that that mark represents, like what is it being used uh, for. So if you have about Mansfield or if you have your logo, you need to be able to show on that same web page that it, um, you know, what is it that you are providing, you know, providing, you know, updated services or news about the community or something that describes what that mark is being or that logo or that slogan is being used for. And you also have to make sure that the date that that screenshot was captured shows on that screenshot and you have to show the URL. So there's there's certain requirements to make sure that that screenshot is acceptable. In the minute or so that we have left, is there anything that you want to recap or is there any any additional information regarding uh, submitting acceptable evidence uh, for trademark? Only that, you know, it's it, it, because of the risk of rejection, if the evidence, if the proper evidence is not submitted, it's really important to, to try to speak to someone about whether or not what you propose to submit with your application is acceptable. Otherwise, you do risk getting that application rejected and having to either resubmit or, um, you know, have other complications with your application. And so it's a good idea to just make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row before you submit that application. And if someone has a good a goods, a service, a product, and they want to make sure that they have their ducks in the row, how can they reach out to Susanna Mahady? They can reach me through my website, which is mahadylaw.com, M-A-H-A-D-Y-L-A-W.com, or you can email me at smahady at mahadylaw.com. MahadiLaw.com, M-A-H-A-D-Y, MahadiLaw.com. That's Susanna Mahadi. Uh, Susanna, we do this every Wednesday. This is our 10-minute nugget of information. And uh, let's do it again next week. Sounds good. See you then. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.